I'm health coach Heather, and this is episode 22 of the Healthy Families Rule podcast, Is Snacking Okay? You are listening to the Healthy Families Rule podcast, hosted by health coach Heather master health coach and wellness educator specializing in family health. This show is about raising a strong, healthy, resilient family with confidence and courage in a confused world. Hang out with me each week to learn recipes, exercise practices, and coaching tips to apply to your mental and physical well-being. Please note that the info provided in the show is intended to educate and elevate but it's not meant to be a substitute for advice from your medical provider. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. So happy you are here with me another weekend to really talk about the nitty gritty on snacking. So this is this week's episode. Is it okay to snack? I'm going to cover some things here that you may or may not agree with and take what feels right to you and just leave the rest behind. But do you ever find yourself walking back and forth from the kitchen every hour or two just because? Have you gotten in the habit of grazing? Are you eating even when you're not hungry? This is snacking at its finest. You're answering the body before it has hunger cues, and even before cravings, desires, and urges come on. So is this okay? Well, let's explore more in today's episode, Is It Okay to Snack? I hope you guys had a delightful week with your family. I know it's been a crazy world out there. I do want to address the, I guess it would be a little bit of the hatred and the vandalism and things going on in the world due to due to what's happening right now in our in our country. So I will at some point address that in a future episode, but I hope you're still having a really great week, a great weekend with your family, perhaps your friends. And I don't want you to be confused at all about snacking because we seem to be confused about snacking as a species. Food guidelines have led us to believe that we should eat something every couple of hours. And we've conditioned our bodies to respond to that guideline, resulting in larger waistlines, never-ending cravings, and a sense that we're doing the right thing for our bodies because we're following those guidelines. And I want to be clear that I'm not talking to someone who has a medical condition where they are supposed to eat every couple of hours, or even if that is the case. I can help you with making the right food decisions. I'm talking to the people who truly know that the way they are eating right now isn't working for them. It isn't working for their kids. They know this because their weight keeps creeping up, mood swings are happening, fatigue and even depression are a factor. And if you think snacking and grazing has nothing to do with these symptoms, I want you to think again. It's all about balancing the blood sugar. When you're grazing every hour or couple of hours, blood sugar keeps spiking. What happens when our blood sugar level keeps going up? All those side effects I mentioned just a couple of seconds ago, 
but mostly we start having a problem with our weight so much that it turns into overweight, then eventually obesity. And according to Dr. Fung's book, The Obesity Code, I want you to go take a look at that book. We shouldn't be snacking at all due to blood sugar levels increasing. Our midsection starts to accumulate fat, which can be downright dangerous for not only our health as adults, but for our children's as well. So how do we combat this and get those blood sugar levels and insulin levels regulated? My number one suggestion is to retrain the brain and body to stop grazing and snacking. Let's talk about retraining the brain and the body. How do we retrain the brain and body not to snack once we're already in the habit of doing it so often? I suggest setting timers between feedings. So after you eat breakfast, set a timer for four to five hours if you're an adult and tell your brain we're not eating again until this timer goes off. You'll begin to be mindful about actually eating meals instead of pieces of this and that throughout the day. Sit down at a table and fully enjoy and take in your meal without the distraction of TV. Focus on going slowly. Don't rush through your food. Set a 15 to 20 minute timer on your meal and chew your food thoroughly. Give your body time to digest and break down your previous bite of food before you inhale another one. Start being mindful about taking it slow. Instead of eating to be full, I want you to eat to be satisfied. Learn how to check in with your body to understand what satisfied feels like as opposed to being full. As you set timers between feedings, you know how a baby needs a feeding every few hours? This is kind of how I like to retrain the body as adults too. And as you set timing timers between those feedings and slow down, you're going to notice a shift in the way your body responds to food. You'll notice a shift in your brain needing a dopamine hit from food. It won't need it as often or as much. You'll notice your cravings, desires, and urges start to go away. So retrain your body and brain and your health will improve. Okay, health coach Heather, but what about your healthy snack boards? Yep, it's true. If you see my stuff on Instagram and you can follow me over on Instagram at health coach Heather, there's spaces in between those words, just some underscore lines there. Come find me. If you catch me during a normal school is in session year, not coronavirus year, you're going to see lots of ideas for after school snack boards. And I want to explain how the snack boards work. Knowing that my children's hungriest time of day is about 4 o'clock p.m. when they get off the bus, I like to have a big snack board full of healthy whole foods ready for them to eat. Because I find that at this very hour, they are much more likely to eat healthier foods presented to them in such a way on a snack board. And it also serves a role as their dinner. Now I still make dinner around 6.30 p.m., but I have found that my kids eat very little dinner because they ate from that snack board, which did serve pretty much as their dinner. And this is how our bodies are supposed to function. Our digestion is burning hottest midday, so it's wise to eat the largest meal between 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. And kids' digestion burns a bit longer, so come 
evening time, we only need a small handful of food, not an entire plate to satisfy us. This helps our digestive system to truly rest during the evening hours instead of burning a bunch of food. So if you'd like, you can get in the habit of putting together a snack board for your kids and yourself around lunchtime or late afternoon and use it in place of a meal. You'll fill up on all the right foods if you put this snack board together properly. So go look at photos of how I do it on Instagram and be sure to get um, a PDF, a free PDF download that I have for you of my healthy snack boards. I've got seven pages of just beautiful snack boards I put together. I will leave a note, um, a link in the show notes of this podcast. Okay, let's move along. I want you to make a 24 hour plan. And this is another idea I love that I give to my clients. It's to make a 24 hour plan for the foods they will eat the next day. If they especially have a problem with grazing, then this tip will be helpful. So here's what you do. When you're in bed the night before, just write down in detail what you will eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And if you will eat snacks, you're going to write that down for the next day. When you think about this in advance, you're using your prefrontal cortex, that higher brain. And this is the part of the brain we want to take action from. We're thinking clearly when we use this part of our brain. So plan it out and learn how to hold yourself accountable to your plan. Let's address kids and snacking real fast. You can even create healthy eating habits in kids by teaching them not to snack. They'll soon catch on that if they want food, they need to eat meals when they are served. Now this may sound strict, but the alternative is a child grabbing food whenever they want. This leads to overweight children with very poor habits around food and emotional eating. Don't you think it's best to teach them healthy eating when they are young? I certainly do. You can simply choose to close the kitchen as soon as a meal is served and cleaned up. You can even set a timer for each meal time. I would suggest one of those magnetizing fridge timers, and this gives kids a good gauge of how long they need to wait between meals. And for kids, I usually say three hours is good. Adults, it's more like four to five. So I can really retrain my brain and my body around food with a timer. Just stick to that timer. But what if I just have to snack? What if you come to me and you say, I just have to snack. Now what do I do? Okay, if you absolutely have to snack, I want you to think of foods that are complex carbs. So these are foods that have natural sugars, fiber, and or protein. So it's a slow release of glucose instead of a spike. I want you to eat a handful of pistachios, almonds, or walnuts, hummus and veggies, apples with almond butter, anything with minimal or no processing is what you're going for. So skip the vending machine at work unless they have those items I just mentioned. But think string cheese and maybe Mary's Gone Crackers. That's a good brand. I'll link it in the show notes. All all good choices with minimal processing. And I'm going to, like I said, put that snack boards PDF in a download for you so you can grab that. You'll have a plethora of ideas in case you need a snack between meals. When it comes down to it, my goal is to help you choose healthier foods in all areas. 
so your body can be energized from real food and not fake food, not packaged food. So is snacking okay? That's up to you, my friend. In my house, we try to limit it as much as possible. Are you addicted to food and snacking? I can totally help you out. You got to just come get coached. Even one session will give you ideas and motivation to free yourself from food addictions and overeating, even with children. I have just a couple of spots left in my calendar this week for coaching. I will include a link in the show notes. You can sign up for a one-on-one coaching session with me. You'll get two sessions for the price of one. Sound awesome, right? Well, if you do snack, what are you snacking on? Go over to my blog, Healthy Families Rule, and post it in the comments of this episode. This particular episode is also a blog post. Until next week, my friends, cheers and happy, healthy eating. Bye-bye now. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you're enjoying the show, I just really appreciate it when you share it with your friends and family. And I especially appreciate your reviews. I love reading them. Be sure to check the show notes for any handouts, tips, and tricks I give you. And come on over to our Facebook page, Healthy Families Rule. Join us in weekly health challenges to motivate and inspire you and your family to be your very best self.